0: All right, Mr. Simple Biz Guy, let's start the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Simple Biz 360. I'm your Simple Biz Guy, Jeff Mason, and we're here on episode four. And thank you, Mason, for that great intro. And so, again, I'm going to recap real quickly what we're doing here in these podcasts, what we're all about everything we're doing in the podcast is taken from this book that I've spent a good 30 years putting together. It's called Simple Biz 360, Timeless Business Tools. There's 255 business tools in this book that are tailored towards and really geared for the solopreneurs in the United States. There's 20 million of us. I'm a solopreneur myself, been uh, been running a company on my own for 12 years where I'm the only employee. So I write, and I speak, and I interact with people who do the same thing I do. I'm not coming from some 20th floor corner office, you know, talking down at you. I'm right here, four feet above the ground, driving a 220,000 2012 Ford Escape, you know, around the upper Midwest doing my thing. So I do the same thing you do. So just let's understand that we have that common thread. So what we're going to talk about today is something that is near and dear to me. And it is from um, our chapter entitled Customer. And again, rewinding quickly, our 255 tools are arranged in eight different groups. Those groups are like, analogous to a tool chest, if you will. That old red and silver one on wheels in the garage had eight drawers. Well, we have eight drawers in ours. And this is coming from drawer number three, which was our customer drawer. And today, this is tool number 63, and it's demonstrate respect for the time of the customer for the time of the customer. Think about that for a second. Everything you do is trying to please a customer. And my effort is always focused on whether you can get a repeat transaction from that customer or a referral, or maybe you've got a blended business where you can get a repeat and referral kind of out of the same customer, if you will. But to do that, you've got to do things in customer-pleasing ways. That's What's Simple Biz 360 is all about? We simplify and we just strip down all the noise. We get right to these simple tools. And this is one of the bedrock uh, tools. Think about this for a second. One of the biggest issues I've seen in my career is backpedaling. And I'm going to focus on this for a second because backpedaling, the more you do of that, the less respect You demonstrate and show customers for their time. What is backpedaling? Backpedaling is where you either make so many mistakes that you're going backwards, you're dragging the customer backwards, and instead of going forward and, you know, streamlining your efforts and moving on to the next project, you're cleaning up old messes. And when you put a customer in a position where they have to backpedal, you're not answering emails, you're not calling them back, and they've got to keep backpedaling and pestering you and going backwards, trust me, the silent business killer, which we discuss in this book, that silent business killer is at work, eroding the ability for your business to get repeat or referral customers. So just think about, again, what I said in episode Two, where you go back to that reflective thought place. How do you put together concepts and programs and services that customers want? See things through their lens, step in their shoes, sit in their chair, remember? Same thing here. You really want to understand what does a customer's time mean for them, More importantly, what does a lack of respect for customer time mean to them? Well, I can tell you this, it means bad things for your business. It means low repeat and referral rates, trust me. So, what you wanna try to do is, you wanna try to create and craft customer-friendly programs. You wanna try to craft and put together user-friendly programs. Easy steps. How do you do things in easy formats? Give the customer, if it's a seven-step process, spell the seven steps out. Tell the customer where to go to do the seven steps. Outline it. Make it simple for them just so they have no need to go backwards. Um, uh, This is huge. And, And we all may think this is a trite statement, but answer emails promptly. Uh, you have no idea how uh, how this is so aggravating in business today when people don't answer emails prompt. And I'm going to give you an, a great analogy, and I love analogies. You'll find out as you, if you read the book or you listen to more podcasts. But here's an analogy. Pretend I got somebody right next to me, and I turn to that person and say, hey, where do you want to go eat tonight? And that person just looks off into space and doesn't answer me. Say, hey, Bob, where do you want to go eat tonight? Bob? you there. Well, Bob's off somewhere and who knows where land, you know, thought land and he's not answering me. Well, that's what not answering emails is like. You put your customers into the black hole of cyberspace. They don't know whether you got their email. They don't know whether you're working on what they asked you to do or the two or three or four or five things they asked you to do. And this is going to cripple your business if you don't do it. And by not answering that email quickly, you're showing a lack of respect for their time. You really are. So just think of it as though that email being sent to you is like a conversation with Bob next to you. Hey, Bob, what do you want to go eat tonight? Yeah, I don't know. Haven't given it much thought now we're tracking. We're both talking to each other. That's what an email is. It's just that you're not there in front of each other. You're not on the phone. You can't have that interaction. But treat it like that face-to-face conversation, and you will show respect for the time of these customers. Trust me. Just think about that. Getting to the customer before they get to you. Huge, huge proponent of this. I have found in my 35 years plus in business that this is an essential ingredient to show customers that I respect their time. And by the way, if you do this with regularity and you and a customer, you know, perceptions is reality. It really is. So if they perceive you as being a vendor or a customer that does respect their time, oh, man, they reward you because they like it. They're not going to audibilize it to you. They're not going to tell you in some flowery email. They're not going to send you flowers or candy and say thank you for being – they just go, geez, that's a great company to deal with. Those guys are on it. They respond quickly. Man, they don't make me go backwards. I go forwards. They do what they say they're going to do. And they're really sane without saying it, that company respects my time. They do. So just try to think about that with everything you do and everything you bake into your programs and you bake into how you respond to people. You know, are you doing it in that fashion? Well, getting to the customer before they get to you is huge. I, I, I'll put it this way. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you a classic example going back to the mid-'90s when I had a customer service team member. And I used to always think of it this way. if If I had, if I had 250 questions a year for this customer service manager, Let's just say I have 250 for the whole year and I asked each of those questions once and that person makes me ask that question a second time or that person makes me follow up with a phone call a third time and in some cases ask a fourth time just to get something done. I've now expended 750 questions. I've I've gone to the well 750 times. So number one, I look like and feel like a pain in the neck to this person, but they're not responding to me, that's why. If they answered my questions the first time, I'd only have 250 questions I asked, right? But what if... They got to me 125 times before I asked the question. And they thought, hmm, you know, Jeff's probably wondering if this got on the boat yesterday. Let me let him know. Hey, Jeff, just want to let you know those 130,000 trousers got on the boat yesterday, so we're looking good for delivery. Have a great day. Bam. You know what I mean? This is where if you can start crafting your programs to get to the customer before they get to you, you are doing yourself a huge favor with repeat and referral business. You're doing yourself a huge favor on giving yourself and your family a better return on your investments of time and money, and you'll hit the pillow at night much happier because I guarantee you people will notice this and respond to it. Leave clear voice messages. You know what I used to do uh, years ago? I learned it, and I, I probably got, I, I probably got, I couldn't even tell you how I many dozens of people responded to me and told me, hey, this is great. I used to leave my v- a voice message, and then I'd say, if, to return my call, please call 555-1234. That's 555-1234. And you know, I did it in a slow cadence. I did it. I I separated the numbers a couple different ways, or I positioned them a couple different ways. I couldn't tell you how many people came to me and said, dude, you leave such great phone numbers and voice messages. That's awesome. I could understand it the first time. I didn't have to listen to it three, four, five times, right? How many times have you had to do that in the old days, right? So just, you know, again, it's something simple, but it's, I'm trying to use it as an example to kind of you know, get the, uh, get the point across. Um, but you know, again, restaurant, um, restaurant servers, I thought about this the other day and I just, I, I, you know, it, it struck me. Um, I bet you they would get better tips. I'm a business guy. I'm on the road. And, and you know, people can tell I come in, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm in a hurry. You know, I kind of – they'll come up and say, hey, can we get you some water or coffee? Yeah, and I know what I want to order too. Oh, okay. That should be like a green light to trip off to that person that, hey, this guy probably wants a quick check. He probably wants to pay as he's eating so that this guy can order – Eat and finish and be out of here, you know, 20, 25 minutes, maybe tops. I, I'm just saying, if, if you if you were able to think of it that way and and do things like that, now in my opinion, that gets the person a tip of 20 or to 25%, in most cases, 25% from me. That's just how I operate with it. I go, wow, that person's on it. They understand my time is valuable. So just again, think about that. Do the work for the customer. Anytime he, you tell a customer, uh, yeah, go to my website and, uh, you know, yeah, you can find the, the, uh, the PDF there. I don't know. Okay. You might want to tell them what tab it's on. You might want to maybe send them a link, maybe send them the, you know, don't even make them go to the website. Maybe say, Hey, you know what, Jeff, I'll send you the PDF form, uh, in a few minutes. Don't, don't worry about trying to find it. I'll make sure I do that for you. So again, do the work for the customer. Anytime you put the customer into a position where they have to continue to do the work for you, uh, you're putting yourself in a position where it's going to be less than favorable in terms of return on your investment, uh, repeat business, uh, referral customers. It's just it just it That's the way it's going to go. So, again, I say that um, anytime you can bake this into your, your way of doing business – showing that respect for their time and money. They won't audibilize and thank you for it personally and go, hey, great job. But you know what? They're going to thank you. Uh, you won't even know some of the people they pass your phone number on your website link on to. They, uh, they're going to spread the news far and wide that you're doing the right thing. Now, all of this, again, comes down to you and I, we all invested personal funds. Many of us to get where we are. You know, I spent twelve thousand dollars starting my company. I had to use a couple different uh, a credit, a blend of a credit union and a credit card. But I spent twelve grand starting my company. That's low in comparison to a lot of people, but still, I want a good return on my investment. I want to make sure that that was money well spent. That I'm making money uh, in the long haul. One of the things that is an interesting byproduct of, of respecting customers' time. It leads to more business for you, which leads to higher uh, repeat and referral rates, which leads to, I, I would think, in most cases, better revenue generation for your company. You're getting more business, you're earning more money. And it really comes down to, and I, I promised you I would talk about it this, this session, and we're gonna end every session with this, Is in my book, I've referenced it twice. There's two spots where it calls, it's called "handful of sand," and at the end of that explanation, we say, "Hold on to your sand." So, what is sand? Sand is is it's small little crystals um, that represent your pennies, your nickels, your dimes, and your quarters. Businesses don't go out of business because they lose dollars. They go out of business because they lose pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters over and over and over again. And their margin is eroded by them losing these little bits and pieces, these little coins that add up. So we, we, we present a simple exercise in the book. Next time you're at a beach, just try this. The finer the sand, the better. Grab a handful of sand. Bring your fist up to about eye level and just watch how much of that fine sand falls out of your hand. Now, you're holding on to that that, that pile of sand pretty tight, right? Well, that those little crystals that are falling out on the ground are representative of those pennies, those nickels, those dimes, and those quarters that are slipping out of your hands. So when you... Don't, obviously don't want to go down that road. You want a better return on that investment. You want to hold on to more of that sand. And by doing, uh, respecting customer time, it's one of the first legs of ensuring that you are giving customers what they want. They're going to come back for more. They're going to pass your name on to other people. They're going to um, recommend your company to other places. So, just think about it um, theres there 's a whole lot of other things we could talk about here, but uh, that are are um, analogous to that or part of that process but I, I just wanted to throw out a few and in my promise to be ten or twelve minutes, I just want to make sure that you know we don 't go over but again, this is from the customer chapter today it 's tool number sixty three that we 're focused on. And, um, you know, the book is 1895, it's on amazon.com. You can go to our website and order it. You can get it for 95 in ebook format next week we're going to be coming to you uh, with a another show on tool number 95 and it's a real cool tool comes from our procedures chapter which uh, is one of our eight drawers uh, in the um, in the tool chest if you will so again we thank you so much for coming uh, you know for listening today and joining in with this. Hold on to your sand. Join us next week for our next episode, tool number 95 out of the procedures chapter. Have a great week.